Welcome to Tough Drafts, the podcast where four screenwriting gurus share tough notes on first drafts. I'm Peter, and today we'll be looking at my script, which has a code name of New Nightmare. But first, this is our big finale of season two. Holy Whoa. shit. Two seasons in the can. What are we, Mike White and White Lotus? Two seasons in the can. What are we, uh, uh, um, summer? Two hmm. seasons. Yeah. Two seasons two in the can. Se- oh, We're about okay. As in winter like the... and spring, yeah. Did The Wire only have two seasons? No, it had five. Hmm. Freaks and Geeks only did one. Yeah, they only did mm-hmm. one. There must be a show that did two. I, I just can't think, think we might be the first. We might be the first one to do two seasons. <laughs> I think we might be the first to do two seasons. Everyone either does more or less. Yeah. Like Breaking Bad, I think, did six. Mm-hmm. Scrubs did nine, I think. Yeah, it did nine. Yeah. You know what yeah. did two? True Detective. <gasps> oh uh, no, there's oh, three. Okay. There's, three. there's three, and a fourth is coming out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry about that. So maybe we stick I with hate. the White Lotus thing for now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's a really good one. Could that works. you? Could Andrew? That was so good yeah. when you said that. Could you say it again? So, who, two seasons in the can. <laughs> what are we? Mike Lofus? Yes. Yeah. That there we go. Is so good. Yes. And what a transition. It's our finale. We're so excited. It's been just a remarkable season of work, of hard work. Of... It's all work. Yeah, this has been the hardest work that I've had to do in my life. I felt brutal. not even a little bit of joy doing any part of this podcast. It was pure work. I felt... Punch in, like... punch out. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've been posting on the um, anti-work <laughs> subreddit. Oh, yeah. You know, yes. people will post text messages and emails from their boss or... or oh, yeah. Like I'm posting images of notes that I've written to myself. I'm going look because <gasps> I'm God. going. You got to finish this edit. You mm. got to record this episode, and I post this mm-hmm. on Reddit, and I go look at my stupid ass boss. Yes, it's me. That is the biggest learning I had in season two is that I am my own boss. Yeah, that's what I learned from throughout this. Yeah, podcast process. It's not all yeah. it's cracked up to be. No. no, you know, I've been I've been actually posting to the sexual harassment subreddit saying my damn boss is jerking me off every day, and it's me. I'm my own boss. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> what kind of responses do you get for that? <laughs> a lot of people saying like, "It's just this is just a notes the notes app. Um, this isn't like a text message or anything. Right. It's just you talking. Yeah. Um, and it, wait, what is the notes? It's just you <laughs> writing. My boss jerked me off today. That's the notes in parentheses. App? Yeah, me <laughs> in parentheses. Me because I am my own boss. Yes, and then there's a there's a photo of me. It's a headshot <laughs> of jerking. Me. Oh, headshot. Okay, a headshot <laughs> yeah, of yeah. you. Good. It's a professionally taken headshot of you. <laughs> of me jerking. Your post on Reddit did have a really good hook, though, because you titled it. You said, what happened when I asked for my boss to give me a raise? And then the the whole thing was about, like, I'll give you a raise, a a raise in your pants. What else do bosses do that will be funny for this? Mm, What else do bosses do that you think would go, oh, it's it's me. I'm my own boss. So, Steve, do you have any, (laughs) Peter, do you have anything that would be funny with this thing we're doing? Mm, yeah what? i have one and this is Steve. how writers collaborate yes. yes so morale was down in my office so i so my boss threw a pizza party oh, oh nice. aka i went out and bought a fucking pizza <laughs> ate it all in one Damn. sitting got so sick burned the roof of my mouth thanks boss thanks boss 
Thank you, boss. You could sue your own boss for that. Yeah, I want workers' comp. Did you post about that on the Reddit? Steve? I actually, the only subreddit I've been able to find is Gone Wild. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been posting on there quite a bit about my boss. <laughs> Have you seen my boss's posts on there? Yeah, it's their head sh- headshots, but you can tell something's happening beneath the bottom of the frame. Yeah, like They're the head is fine, actors but there's looks too. Like in one, you're in a sweater. In one, you have glasses and a hat. Yeah. In one, you're sort of in like winter wear. And in one, you're a fireman. And in all of yeah. these things, it's shoulders up. But yeah, you can just by your expression yeah. and the position of your arm, you could tell something is happening off screen. Yeah. Just yeah. out of frame. My eyes are crossed. Yeah, there's a little sweat on the upper lip. <laughs> Biting my lower lip. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit of motion blur on your shoulder. Yeah. Everything else is crystal crisp. Right. Yeah. Yes. For me, I have been going to the Boss Baby uh, Reddit and saying, and just posting a screen cap of my notes app saying, where do I get a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? Does that follow our thing? Sorry, I should say the subject of the post mm-hmm. is I am boss. <laughs> and then the the main part of it is a screen cap where I say, where do I find a baby? Do people respond? So, um, yeah, they gave me some great tips. <laughs> I, oh, okay. I will say they seem to have an amazing awareness of where all the babies are. Yeah. I think these are born babies that they were saying are up for the taking. Wow. Oh. So they're all like just a, trying to give away. Do you think it's like the Lassie effect where it's like a lot of people saw it and then they were like, oh, like Lassie, when they saw Lassie, they're like, I want a dog. And then they got a dog and they're like, I don't actually want a dog. And they just kind of like yeah. gave it back to the forest. Do you think these people saw Boss Baby and were like, oh, I want a baby. And then they had a totally. baby and they're like, no, I don't want well, this. I think what happened is that these people actually wanted a boss. Mm. And they ended up with, with, a, with baby. a baby. Yeah. Tell them to and come over to my place. I got a boss. Here I am, yeah, I I got a boss too, and I just want to know where do I find a baby? (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, Peter, but the upvote arrow on the Boss Baby subreddit is a small, tiny suit. Mm -hmm. And the downvote arrow, correct, because Alec Baldwin is the voice of Boss Baby, is a revolver? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I am on r slash boss baby right now yeah it is a real subreddit it has um 514 members most of the posts on the front page are from either 10 months ago or 11 months ago okay so just over the amount of a normal human gestation period yep one of the posts has five upvotes. It's a text post, and the, it, it's NSFW, and it says, More boss baby after Alex Baldwin kill? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> there, it is actually, it is a very funny and kind of weird subreddit. There is, there is one, one of the top upvoted posts is called, I, we can cut this out if we want, but it is called okay. Lotion Baby. Oh, and it's not, I don't know what to make of it. There's nothing NSFW about it. Uh, It looks like someone just took a jar of lotion, put a small boss baby figurine in a jar of lotion. (laughs) There's there's two photos. Yeah. 
It, there's two photos? Oh, oh my god, it's just a jar of lotion that someone put a boss baby figurine into and then shut the container. There is nothing necessarily insidious about this photo, but it really does seem bad. There's something about it, like the way it's lit and everything, it's like, I shouldn't be looking. Okay, so uh, let's do a quick lightning round here it's our final season and what a season it's been did i already say that yeah holy it's our shit, final season? season it's our yeah, last no. season we're not doing <laughs> no, this it's anymore. our last season i love Peter doing this taking it into his own hands <laughs> this is the last i season. am canceling the show <laughs> right now in the midst of our second season finale our series finale <laughs> Oh, I am done with it. I hate it. It's, I think we told the story we want to tell. Yeah, I think tell. it's complete. Tell. I, tell. I think we've mined this for all the material we possibly can. And Mommy, it's ready. tell me a bedtime story. <laughs> oh, you know the famous... Uh, oh, it's. Oh, I know that story. Yes, the man shoots the apple off the other man's head. William Tull. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we all learned so much in season two. <laughs> yes. Um, I, you know what? Honestly, I think we can probably just dive right into my script because I think it actually is quite fortuitous. Mm. This is a little bit different today. It's our finale. I wanted to mix things up. And I know typically, you know, we work on our scripts for so long before the season comes out. These are polished mm. um, way in advance, though they are also tough to drafts uh, that are first drafts. They are not polished at all. These are first drafts. That is the entire premise of the show. Um, and still true, even though we work on them for months before we debut it's them. It's like polished times. dirt. Exactly. Mm. It's yeah. just, this show is, if I were to sum it up in two words, polished dirt is actually probably <laughs> one of the better good. descriptions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number of hours of work that goes into each episode where we mostly just make jokes about uh, really smart things. <laughs> All right, so uh, I wrote this script not before the season began like the other scripts, but after we have recorded the whole rest of the season, I wanted to take all of the lessons I learned from my beautiful, wonderful, brilliant friends and apply them to a new script. So what we're going to read today is an original script that I wrote, but there's a little bit of each and every one of you in this script. Things that I learned over the course of the season that I want to take with me into my screenwriting for the future. And I'm just so excited to share this. I think you're going to feel the magic of it. I think you're going to see a little bit of yourselves in this script. And I think you're going to not really want to criticize it too much because Mm. you'd basically be criticizing yourself Mm. um, as Mm. it is so inspired by uh, your own work and your own brilliance. So, Well, you know what, Peter? I am my own worst critic, so... If I see myself in this, I might want to criticize it more. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I hope that's not the case. I hope you you love it. I learned so much this season, and this is the culmination of every last bit of knowledge I've gained from my writing companions Mm. and co-hosts of this show. Hi, I'm Cody with a K, and I will be playing Cody with a C, 
and Joe. Hi, I'm Andrew. I'll be playing loudspeaker voice, the director, and John. Hi, I'm Steve. I'll be playing mad scientist and Constantine. Okay, great. And I'm Peter, and I will be reading the scene directions. Exterior, secret lab, deep underground. From within a cavernous space, all we can see is an eruption of yellow sparks. Skrr, brack, frill. The sounds of metal grinding against metal orchestrate the sight. As we get closer, we begin to see a mad scientist. Large goggles worn upon his face with the most nefarious grin also worn on his face. It's an Andrew line. Yeah, that's a little shout out to Andrew. Mm -hmm. He inspired that one. Very clear. Kudos to you. Thank you so much. So nefarious indeed that his face looks plastic. Imagine skin so perfect it doesn't even look like skin. Almost made of computer-generated rubber. Yee-hee-haw! My machine is almost complete. Wahoo! Evil! More sparks erupt from his tools. His laugh grows and grows and echoes all throughout the cavern. Then, from within the mad scientist's sparks comes a massive eruption. Like the eruption of those fake volcanoes made for a school science fair. But instead of vinegar and baking soda, this eruption is made of fire. And so much bigger than a small science fair project. This is the size of a mountain. The mad scientist celebrates with an absolutely mad dance. It is complete! My sweet little lab rats, now is the time! Let us celebrate! From speakers attached to the sentient stalactites, we hear- Sorry, that was something that I must have cut. Um, th- there, was a, there was a more explanation- A little bit of a runner about stalactites that the last minute I was like, let's get this out of there. Forgot to clarify that. This, but the sentients are like stalactite. We don't need it. any contact. <laughs> Why not just add them? Yeah, now we know. There are they have like stalactites. faces? They have like faces and feelings, and there are also speakers attached. <laughs> I'd like to get some of those. From speakers attached to the sentient stalactites, we hear, I like to move it, move it. Again, I like to move it, move it. Finally, I like to move it. A disco ball switches on. The cavern erupts with festive spotlights, and we discover the mad scientist is not alone. There are hundreds of modestly sized yellow creatures surrounding him, also sentient, like the rock, but also kind of rubbery. Some have one eye, some have two. Some wear overalls. Some wear nothing, so we can see the fullness of their yellow, smooth, bouncy, sexless bodies. They are this mad scientist's minions, and with great joy, these sexless minions dance. And cut! Exterior, Universal Studios soundstage, continuous. Fluorescent lights reveal that the cave is fake, paper mache obviously fake, like so obvious we feel kind of stupid for ever having thought it was real. That's when we realize everything we've been watching was actually a movie. Whoa. Holy shit. Hold on, Peter. We have to stop there. Whoa. Did you guys see that coming? I've no. never seen that done before. What okay. I don't, yes. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. That seems off limits. It does I feel like did it. you would be sued. You know what this is like, Peter? This is like mm. that very first movie with the train going towards the camera. Yeah. Everyone in the yeah. theater freaked yes. out. That's what the reaction's going to be. They're going to think they're watching a movie. Meanwhile, yeah. it was a movie inside a movie. And... So you think when cut sounds, they're all going to think they're actually on the soundstage on set in the way that people thought the train was real? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, Well, that actually sounds kind of wonderful that everyone thinks they're there. Isn't that what cinema is all about? It would be bedlam. Wow. Well, I don't want to cause pandemonium, but... be like yelling fire. uh, Better than causing a pandemic. (laughs) 
I guess, yeah. That's <laughs> technically yeah. true, Peter. Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm imagining everyone running around who's the theater audience going like, okay, I got to get, I, I, my lunch break's almost over. I got to go set up the crafty table. Yeah. Because they're going to think mm. they're on set. They're going to go, mm-hmm. I got to go over uh, the, the shot list with the, the AD because I thought that we were going to do this next. And then someone may have schizophrenia and be confused. <laughs> what if we put up a Chiron that just says, this is still a movie in parentheses. Um, ah, okay. Like, don't panic, please. This is still a movie. I think you could even just cut the words in parentheses and could just say, the Chiron could just say, this is still a movie. And that could be no, in parentheses. No, it needs parentheses. to say, this is still a movie in parentheses. Well, yeah, it just seems a little wordy. Okay, it's in parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> it, I can just use the parentheses is what Well, saying. we're saying you should just put those words into in parentheses paren- and not write yeah. that out. Okay. The Chiron's okay. up on screen. Do you think that's enough? Do you think that's enough? To get we'll have to talk everyone. to legal, but I, I I think for the purpose of this conversation, no, it's not. I guess I'm thinking maybe this is where the boss baby pokes his little head into the corner yes. and is sort of, he kind of acts like Stewie Griffin a mm. little bit uh, mm. and is sort of like, oh, did you think this is... Uh, real? Well, guess what? It's actually still fake. It's a yes. movie. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Does that feel better? Oh, I'm sorry, you little imbecile. Did you think this was oh, a movie? Yeah. I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. That. That's okay. Really so good. it's instead of it being the boss baby, it should just be Stewie, Stewie Griffin. Griffin. Stewie. It's just yeah. Stewie Griffin yeah. who yeah. pokes his head in and yeah. says uh, that. I I I'm gonna put that in the script, Andrew. I love that okay. note. I love that. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you all for having my back and making sure I don't get sued. Mm-hmm. Um, should we? keep going yeah um so just to catch everyone up we saw a mad scientist surrounded by minions and then we discover the lights come up and it's actually a movie zach braff aka the director holds a loudspeaker up to speak to the crew all right great work that's a braff for the day at the automated sound of a bell crew members all hurry out to break the set down the mad scientist marches forward through the crew towards zach braff the mad scientist pulls off his goggles and we discover it's actually mo rocca the american humorous journalist and actor famous for a stint as a correspondent on the daily show circa 2000 mo and zach hug now that was pure cinema I don't know how to do... I don't know what this guy sounds like. Mo Rocca, he's just... Like, he just is kind of an older-looking white guy. Oh. <laughs> like, a kind of nerdy white guy. Great. Whose name, name is, is Mo, Rocca. Mo Rocca. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's definitely... That's definitely funny that this uh, kind of nerdy white guy uh, made his name into a foreign country-sounding thing. Mm, yeah. An mm-hmm. instrument. Yeah, an instrument. Yeah. Percussive instrument. So just to be clear, we all know who Morocco is, right? I guess I probably can cut that thing where I explain him. I have no idea. Wow. Wow. American humorist. Wow. Okay. I've heard of David Sedaris, the American humorist, but Morocco? No, I haven't heard of him. Oh, this fellow. Sure. Yeah. Oh, should I look him up? Never once have I seen this man's face. Humorist, huh? Steve, you better get ready because you are his face right now. Good. You're playing him, you know? Oh, this guy. Exactly. All right. I'm glad we've all individually looked around and said, oh, this guy. Honestly, Um, I I still feel like you're making this guy up, even though I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. Yeah, I would say if anyone named Mo Rocca sounds made up, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's Italian. Um, Did an episode of SVU. 
back in 08. Oh, and Criminal Intent in 08. Yes, and those are some good episodes. Mm. That's where I know him from, Mm. mostly. So, Peter, I have to ask, we are having a riveting conversation about Mo Rocca right now. Mm -hmm. What happens, like, have have you confirmed that Mo is actually available to film this script? Because who would be playing Mo Rocca if Mo isn't available? I don't even want to go down that road. It's, like, non-negotiable. If this script will be made and Mo Rocca and Zach Braff will be involved, there's no way we can do it without them. This movie, not only is Zach Braff the star, but if there's one wish I could make upon my dying breath, it would be that Zach Braff is also the director. Yes. This movie Mm -hmm. is written for Zach Braff to direct and also act in as the director Zach Braff. You gotta have the shins in there. Mm. Oh baby, just wait. (laughs) Zach Braff needs to direct this and please listeners, fans of ours if you can help get this in the hands of Zach Braff tweet at him, talk at him, gram at him tube at him like this is the time if you've ever <laughs> listened to a single moment of the show uh we need your help we need you to start up a campaign yes. to share anything and everything yes. from this script with zach Braff help to Please. get him to act in and direct this movie called New Nightmare, codename. It's actually the the real name is just Minions New Nightmare. So <laughs> uh, that's the only film. thing. It's a Minions film. Uh-huh. So it's Minions New Nightmare. It's a mashup original script. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> New Slang. Uh, that's the name. Slang. New Slang is, is a Shin yeah. song that will definitely be in here. And please, 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 Zach. Please, to our listeners, Zach, really, Zach Braff is an integral to this project. If you could please get this in his hands, please. that would be super helpful. Yeah, I, what if, if anyone has any contacts, please mm-hmm. <laughs> use them to get the script. I mean, this movie without Zach Braff, widowly, <laughs> will not work. So please. Please. Okay, I, how do you, what do you say we just, we keep going? Okay, I, say, um, I would say yes, please. Okay, great. <laughs> Who, what, uh, where, where were we? Mowaka just said. Yes. Okay, so no. Mo Rocca, so Mo and Zach, Mo was the mad scientist. He's come forward. Zach is the director. Uh, Mo and Zach hug. <laughs> I, I want to keep doing the speech impediment, but I'm not going to. <laughs> now that was pure cinema. This movie is gonna slap with all the feels. I can taste the box office now. Or is that my lunch? Mo Rocca cracks up even harder than when he was laughing in character as a mad scientist. Unfortunately, and this is a little note for the for the audience, uh, unfortunately in this moment, we realize that Mo Rocca's acting is never going to be as compelling as when this Harvard graduate is simply playing himself. Hey, Zach, wanna go hang out with Mike Berbiglia tonight? Um, how about yes? He always knows how to make a perfect original joke that leaves me laughing because his humor is undeniably funny comedy. 
These two comedic geniuses laugh and embrace, feeling the love and power of all their comedic genius friends. Behind them are hundreds of yellow sexless minions. In the clear vision of this live-action, non-animated set, we see they are exactly as they first appeared, real sentient rubbery creatures with bodies the color of a beautiful raw egg yolk. And they'd be just as delicious if only the hunting and consumption of these creatures wasn't banned in the Thou Shall Not Eat Minions Act passed by Biden's Congress. The minions are still dancing, but now they're dancing for fun. Not just for the camera. Their joy is absolutely infectious and unanimous. Except for Cody, uh, spelled C-O-D-Y, a normal-looking two-eyed live-action minion. He looks miserable. Time elongates into a slow-motion crawl. Minions bouncing gleefully around him while he stays perfectly still. A shin song plays. I guess Hollywood isn't all it's cracked up to be. Hmm. Wow, what a great payoff. Peter, earlier, great. you said just you wait. Ugh, we waited. The payoff wait, was did. epic. It sauce. says a shin song plays. That yes. is the kind of payoff when someone, said, when someone earlier, a page earlier says maybe a shin song should play. <laughs> and then a page later, it says a, a shin song. <laughs> plays that's that's why that's how i know that we're all like this i really think i was channeling at each and every one of you with this script Mm -hmm. mind meld Mm -hmm. this is a this script is a classic mind meld mind meld one two three interior chateau marmont suite night the door swings open revealing cody our depressed minion hero he looks so so sad Uh, just another day in the city of big sign little shout out to my friend steve's brilliant script yeah. Cody ambles into the room, stripping off his overalls to reveal his utterly sexless nude yellow body. On Cody's bed is a giant gift basket. It is absolutely filled to the brim with bananas. Cody stares at it, and we understand he feels nothing. He kicks it off the bed, sending innocent bananas flying across the floor. Interior, Chateau Marmont Suite, later. Cody lies in the bed, tiny arms behind his head. He's watching How I Met Your Mother. This show absolutely sucks. Interior, Chateau Marmont Suite, later. The sound of a phone ringing. Cody has his phone up to his ear. He doesn't actually have an ear, but the phone is against where an ear would normally be, or wait, do minions have ears? The sound of a beep. Uh, And by the way, this uh, is pronounced Peter, this character name sure. that's going to be referenced, is pronounced Peter. It's that's spelled P A E T E R. Just so everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was I was gonna pronounce it that way. Okay, great. Okay. Hey Peter, it's me. You weren't on set today. <laughs> Cody, no, no, it's Peter. Could you just do you mind going back and say it as Peter? It's just it's sure, 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 sure. That it's yeah, pronounced yeah, Peter, though it is not spelled that way, and you yeah. did say it in a way that makes sense given its spelling. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hey, Pieter, it's me. You weren't on set today. Thought you said we should hang out tonight. Just seeing what you're up to. I'm fucking bored. Anyways, call me back. Cody hangs up the phone and returns the TV. Someone on How I Met Your Mother makes another joke about how deceiving women into having sex with you is funny. <clears throat> Cody throws his remote at the TV. The remote falls short because his arms are utterly muscleless, but we can tell by his anger he was hoping it would smash the TV to bits. Interior, Chateau Marmont Suite, later. Cody talks into the phone. Every time he opens his mouth, we see that inside is basically just a black hole. Listen... Peter, I'm worried about you. You said we'd hang out tonight. Set fucking suck today. I'm in a really dark place. Could really use some commiseration. Call me back, okay? Interior, Chateau Marmont Suite, later. Cody smears bananas onto the TV, blotting out the images of how I met your mother. He looks like absolute shit. Interior, Chateau Marmont Suite, Why doesn't he later. change the channel? <laughs> <laughs> or turn the TV off? Okay, pretty good notes. You um, can also unplug it. I'm gonna... I'll make some adjustments there. I, I, 
you got me. I didn't think of it. Uh, also, why we keep saying like it's it's later and later in the day. Why not just make this all one scene? It's because time because it's really important to show that time is passing. He's going a little bit crazy. It's mm. you know I would say mm. this is a bit of a cinematic nod to the opening scene of Apocalypse Now, in which we see Martin Sheen's character getting drunk and being haunted by memories of Vietnam. Uh, and this is like that, but with a minion. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize time was supposed to be passing. So maybe he should have a beard by now. Cody thought okay. time was standing perfectly still during all of this. Every time it says later and it's a new scene that, that specifically calls out that time is passing, you thought time was standing still. So well, when it says later, I thought it just meant like later. And so like the amount of time it took you to read the like scene heading that amount of time later. So we're talking like one second later. Okay. I think this is another case where maybe, Andrew, could you help me out as Stewie Griffin? <laughs> yeah. Um, Hello, imbecile. Time seems to pass as normal in all the in scenes that are written by people. Well, <laughs> proper. Uh, Stewie. Eh, um, oh, what the hell? My baby's talking. Peter realizes that his kid talks. Lois, how much time has passed in the scene? Oh, Peter. A couple a, a rough... Roughly about one hour in between each. <laughs> Do the dog. Do the dog. Do the dog. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, no. I'm like a, uh, I'm the smart one. Do Meg. Yes. Do Meg. Yes. Oh, Do, Do Meg. Meg. <clears throat> and then Quagmire. Uh, Meg would say, um, Mom, how much time is passing? And then Quagmire, Quagmire, Quagmire would go, answer. Yeah, uh, giggity, giggity, hour, one hour. Okay, now Chris. Oh. We need Chris. Oh, that's one hour. <laughs> Roughly one hour passes. Oh. Do the guy in the wheelchair now. Patrick Warburton goes, um, uh, yeah, it's going to be about one hour passes uh, whenever you see interior Chateau Marmont Suite. Now do Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> about one this... hour pass. Oh, one hour passes was a rough guideline. This is all happening on screen, uh, like around the edges of the screen. Heads are popping in to have these conversations. That's incredible. Oh my God. I love it. So that would help clear up my confusion. Yes, yeah, that would yeah. help clear up Cody's confusion. Great. Uh, God. So is that the future of movies where you have your smart, your like the movies being projected onto the screen and you have your smartphone looking at it. You're watching the movie through your smartphone and if at any point you're confused, you can press on the screen and have Cleveland, Quagmire, Joe, yeah. um, any of those people can, can just pop on the screen and just happening. explain what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that's the future of cinema? Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. We got just a little bit more. I want to finish this out. Let's climax. Cody's putting on his overalls and talking into the phone. Okay, Peter, I don't know what's going on. I'm coming over to your room, okay? Just just to hang out. I just fucking need to not be alone right now. Please be there. Please? Exterior, Chateau Marmont Suite, moments later. Cody wobbles to the door and knocks. It doesn't make much of a sound, because his hand is rubber. But he tries again. Nothing. Cody takes a big breath, and this is a line that's straight, Andrew. I, I really tried to channel you, my friend. Mm. Cody takes a big breath, his inflated body inflating with the breath he breathes in, <clears throat> and deflating with the breath he breathes out. Very clear. He pushes through some bushes to get to a window. He puts his hands up to see through the glare and look inside. Cody's POV. The room seems to be dark. No movement. Nothing to see here. 
until Cody sees it. A yellow body, half deflated, puddling on the floor. Peter. It's Peter. He popped himself. Jesus Christ. Cody hobbles to the door as fast as his little rubber legs can move him. He tries the handle, locked. He backs up a few steps, then sprints forward and launches himself at the door to break it down. But his weightless balloon body bounces right back off and is sent flying. God damn, if this isn't the saddest sight you've ever seen. Helpless, Cody lets out a horrible scream. Banana! Exterior, Hollywood Forever Cemetery, days later. Peter's body lies still in an open coffin. His lifeless rubber skin has been stuffed with cotton in an attempt to make him look inflated, but we can tell it's cotton. Cody watches the body get lowered into the ground, expressionless, as if all the life that once inflated this round rubber body has left him. And that's all I've written so far. There is more to come. This script is going all the way. Uh, Wow. Are minions just full of air? Yeah. <laughs> There's no internal organs or anything or bones? No, absolutely not. The only thing that's inside of them is a uh, little uh, like their teeth. The these beautiful white teeth. Oh, they do have uh, teeth. How do they reproduce? Uh maybe that's explored later on down the script. I hope like so. maybe idea. that's something maybe Cody is looking to start this a family be, yeah, and a great is struggling time for family guy cast to come on and explain. That's like if I'm watching so this true. in cinemas through my phone, Peter I'm clicking on the Peter Griffin. Hey stupid, you want to know about how minions <laughs> boink? <laughs> well, I'm in the theater saying, "Yeah, yeah, I really do." Yeah, you have to it's like a it's like you a talk prompt. to it. I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Can you repeat your selection? <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, yeah, I really do. Movies on pause right now. Movies wow. on pause, yeah. Yeah, every time The Family Guy comes on, you have a big pause. Like, pause. Yeah. yeah, the movie pauses for The Family Guy cast to discuss it. So what do you all think? I mean, oh, I, I, Peter, I have a note. We could use more Shrek in this for sure. Mm, if okay. there's oh one thing God. that we, any of us has really learned over this season, it's that Shrek is in every script a little bit. Mm. Well, make a, okay. a, a more classic American story, you know? What Shrek. would make this yeah. story even more Shrek. classically American is Shrek. Yeah, it would be the Shrek. original American. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe instead of Hollywood, it's far, far away. Would that help? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh my yes. gosh, I, I'm cool with that. I actually have a note for the creators of Pocahontas. Put Shrek in there. Oh yeah. You know he was around. Uh, it's it's sort of an oversight to not have him in there. Yeah. yeah. Have Pocahontas marry Shrek. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what happened. So did you, do you like the script? <laughs> I think it's really interesting. And it be, yeah. it, it's uh, making me beg for more. I'm begging for more. Please. What, what happens to Cody? Please give Please me more. Please give me more. Okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. I, instead of begging me. Beg Zach Braff. Please, Zach Braff. Please, Zach. Please, if we just get the script into Zach Braff's hands. I, yeah. I just want to take a moment of being a little bit serious and just say, like, this season uh, has been a joy. I've learned so much from doing this show. I have learned so much from my wonderful, wonderful friends. It's too bad that it's canceled, um, <laughs> but I can't wait to do more of season three. Um, and... Uh, if there's a like a final note I would just really like to emphasize, it's that I would just please <laughs> love for Whittle Zwack Blath to duet this script. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please. please. At least weed it. <laughs> At least weed the script. At least weed the script. <laughs> weed the script, Zach Blath. Listeners, please 
tweet at message uh get the attention of zach braff get zach braff Braff by any means possible that are non-violent get his attention get the script into his hands yeah uh if you could also maybe just if you haven't yet uh make sure you go and and rate us five stars oh yeah that's uh review us and please please tweet about us please talk about us to your friends we love please, you. Please. If you, if everyone please. who listened to this podcast told ten people about this podcast and got them to listen to it, and if those people all told ten people, mm-hmm. we would have maybe up to a hundred listeners, and that yes. could be really big for us. Yeah. Yes. Um, also, when you get those people, you say, "Tell them, hey, I have a podcast that you should listen to. If you give me one dollar, I'll tell you the <laughs> podcast, and then th- and then you tell them to go do the same thing, but and then eventually ten percent of every get... dollar they make. Yeah. Yes. 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 And then likewise, and then eventually, it's just it's just free money for everyone. Yep. It's free money for everyone, and ideally, if you could also send some of that money to us. Yeah, we are in the red. That would be yes. great. Yes. Yeah. Please help us in this moment Please. that we are canceled yes. before we come back for season three. Get us out there put us on a billboard put us on a billboard oh that would be so huge for us please (laughs) if you are in college and you ever take a screenwriting class feel free to message us we will give you our scripts you can turn them in and you are guaranteed an a that is the tough traps guarantee yeah if you're in college also hey if you live in the dorm go and write on everyone's whiteboard listen to tough drafts oh my god also if you're in college go have fun have some fun in college live it up a little stop studying stop studying if you're in college stop Stop studying yeah Yeah. and that's our message for our listeners listeners. uh (laughs) please just do some guerrilla marketing for this show make everyone listen to it uh write it on the whiteboards spray paint it on the chapel um yeah vandalize the, the, the chapel, chapel. vandalize the chapel, vandalize the chapel sure. and say tough drafts told me to do this and until next time <laughs> fuck off fuck off hello imbecile fuck off peter did you tell them to fuck off um <laughs> mom <laughs> fuck off <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't even recognize these anymore. That's, I know. Uh, do Patrick Warburton again. That was fucking spot on. Yeah. Holy shit. You, uh, fuck off. Yeah, that's good. Wow. That's good. Uh, fuck um, off, everyone. We'll see you in season three if we're not canceled first. See ya. See ya.